welcome to Witch Witch Podcast. This is Lyra, and today I'm going to talk to you about Maven. Welcome to the darkness. So Maven is the celebration of the second harvest. Um, it's also the largest harvest, and it's also kind of a celebration of the solstice because the solstice happens during Maven. Um, the solstice this year is happening on the 22nd, uh, which is Saturday. Maven happens, at least this year, between the 21st and the 29th. I think normally it's between the 22nd and the 29th. I'm not sure. Um, it's fairly widely accepted that uh, it's kind of a modern holiday. Uh, there was a Celtic festival named after a deity named Mabin. Or it might not have been a festival, but it was a holiday. I don't quite remember. Um, obviously, I did so much, so much research. Uh, but the holiday as it was and what we do now aren't exactly the same because um, at this point Maven's kind of an individualistic holiday you know people sort of do what fits their practice um, so we sort of just use the name it appears at least uh, but harvest festivals as we all know are uh, pretty much present in every culture the world over um, Sorry, I lost my place. Maven seems to be a mix of the most common things celebrated at this time of year. Um, the harvest, feasting, and the preparing of food, um, balance, life and death, and kind of specifically the balance between life and death, which is really closely tied in with the solstice and uh, day and night having uh, an equal amount of time on the solstice, you know. Um, being together as a group of friends, a family, or a community, uh, giving thanks either to your community or to the planet itself, to the powers that be, to your deity, whatever. Um, and a, a big part of these celebrations also seems to be preparation, uh, mostly for the winter, but anymore we don't have to prepare for the winter the same way, like we're not storing oats and drying meats and fruits and stuff like that. I mean, you can. This is a good time to start doing that sort of stuff. You know, if you're looking for inspiration to get into any of these things as a, a hobby, <laughs> uh, this would be a good time of the year to do it. Um, there are a few uh, pagan holidays around this time, um, but I want to talk to you real quick about one that I read about. It's not. It's actually not a pagan holiday. Um, it's a, a medieval Christian, I guess. I don't know if it's Catholic or not, but I think it probably is holiday, um, that was celebrated around this time. They called Michaelmas. I, it's, um, it was the feast of the Archangel Michael. Mm -hmm. Um, and I only bring it up because I think the word Michaelmas is hilarious. That's ridiculous. Michaelmas. I love it. Anyway, uh, so we do have a, a list of activities for this time of year, uh, if you're wanting to get into the spirit, you know. Um, canning is a big one that goes in with both harvest and preparation. Um, preparing and eating food, obviously, making a feast, cooking a big meal for your friends or family. Um, 
I think composting would be a good thing to do this time of year because if you keep up with it, you turn it and all that um, through the winter, it could be ready by the time uh, spring rolls around and it's time to plant. At least I think if I understand composting, which it's extremely possible that I just do not because I've never done it before. Um, doing good, you know, like um, just in your community with the people you care about. Uh, taking nature walks and really immersing yourself in the season and uh, if you live in a space where like the leaves are changing and stuff like that getting out there to experience that this is a great time of year for that it's a great thing to get you in the mood for the season uh, making tributes to the dead are really is a really common practice around this time um, cleaning up your local green spaces like uh, parks and things like that as a way to give back to the planet is a good idea uh, donating, be that your time, money, food, or gently used items is a good idea right now. Um, surrounding yourself with fall callers and uh, doing like DIYs or crafty stuff. Uh, creation is a good thing around this time of year. And uh, making plans as a way to substitute sort of the preparation thing. Um, and that can be anything from... Uh, making plans with your friends or your family to support the, the connections you have to the people you care about in your life, um, to, to planning out Christmas gifts, uh, things like that, you know, or making distant plans, uh, career goals, things like that. Uh, this is a good time of year for that. Um, and on planning things like Christmas gifts, if you are crafty and you do uh, homemade, this is a good time to sit down and really plan those out. Um, there are a few things that we're planning on doing. I want to bake more bread for, um, a big, uh, family meal we're going to have, which is another plan we're having is cooking a big dinner. Uh, I think we're going to make a pork roast with some roasted veggies. And I actually have, mm, I don't want to call it a recipe because, um, it's kind of just throwing shit together and then putting it in the heat. Whew. Oh no, that's going to be on the recording. <laughs> that crow sound. That's um my text message sound. So please ignore that. You're probably going to hear some shifting and clicking because I'm going to put my uh my notifications on mute real quick for the rest of this recording, which isn't going to be very long. But at least you won't hear another crow. Anyway, um we uh last year we uh, did a fall summoning that we found online that was really nice. We really enjoyed doing it. It really put us in the mood for the season. We're probably going to do that again this year. Uh, we will try to remember to link it on our Tumblr tonight after we publish the episode. Um, or not link it. It is a Tumblr post, so we'll just reblog it. <laughs> um, we're going to try and make some jam because strawberries are on sale at our local Kroger right now. Um, we are going to work on doing our meditations. We're trying right now to work on um, intuition. And uh, we're talking about decorating the grave of our witchy great-grandmother. Uh, as well as doing some, like, fallish crafts, making decorations, uh, possibly collecting acorns and stuff like that. So that's going to be really nice. Um... So really quick, before I follow up with a story, by the way, the story is not going to be scary um, because my husband is out of town and I don't want to, you know, handle that tonight when I'm going to be in a bed alone. Uh, 
I'm going to give you the thing that I'm not calling a recipe because it's just a list of vegetables and spices. Um, because as a, as a family, we just don't really believe in uh, measurements very much. Uh, so the three vegetables I definitely suggest, it's, it's going to be starch heavy guys, it's root vegetables, um, are definitely carrots and sweet potatoes. Um, as well as gold or red potatoes. Those are our two preferred or like our two go-tos. We've also used fingerling potatoes and the fancy ones that are kind of like blue and purple. I'm sure they have a name. Um, we've also used mushrooms and parsnips in ours before, so those are optional. Um, I know not everybody likes mushrooms and parsnips. Um, we've never put Brussels sprouts in ours, but I also think fresh Brussels sprouts would be delicious in this. I think that'd be such a good idea. Um, but that's another thing that not everybody likes. But I love any anything that's considered a dark green vegetable. I'm all over, as well as root vegetables. Um, the spices that I suggest for this, or at least what I usually use, would be curry, cumin, cinnamon, garlic, salt and pepper, and paprika. Um, I'm told constantly that I over-season things. So this can be to, to the spice level you like. <laughs> Uh, you don't have to use these, by the way. You can use whatever you want. Um, I usually also use uh, a little bit of celery salt, I believe, because I don't like actual celery, but I like the taste of celery. Um, and we usually throw it in either, um, like toss it, you know, in either oil or butter. Butter really gives the potatoes a great taste, but there's a lot of oils out there that can be a lot healthier and it is really good tossed in just like olive oil. It's great. Uh, but that's the entire not recipe, which is, I mean, I'm sure you guys see why I'm not really calling it a recipe. Uh, cause it's really just put these things in a thing to the, the amount that you like and then put it in the hot and that's the whole thing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> So I'm going to, instead of talk, talking about a creepy story, I'm going to tell you about a ghost cat. Um, my husband and I have a couple friends that for this story I'm going to refer to as Matilda and Matthew. And um, a couple years back they moved into a house that they no longer live in. Um, but it was really lovely. It had this giant kitchen. It was beautiful. Um, and I watched their child every once in a while because at the time I wasn't employed. Um... And it, it just, when you are, when you realize that they don't own a cat, <laughs> it's like, oh, right, then why did I see one? Except you never actually see a cat. It's sort of like you see flash, flashes of movement, or you'll see a cat in the corner of your eye, or you'll see something like moving uh, around the doorway in the next room. Um, I was talking to uh, Galena about this earlier, actually, and she was talking about uh, how she remembered when we were over there once feeling a cat walking along the couch behind her. Um, she also told me that she didn't realize until I was talking about telling this story for uh, this episode that they didn't have a cat. <laughs> so there's definitely a ghost cat in that house. Um, in the place where they live now, I never feel like there's a cat and they've never owned a cat the entire time I've known them. Um, but it was, it was just really nice, you know, to, to know that there's going to be something as harmless as like a ghost cat out there sometimes, you know? And, uh, 
looking into it a little bit, ghost animals are actually really common. You can find so many stories about them on the internet, so that's pretty cool. But I think that's all I have for you today. I did have some shout-outs that I was going to do, but um, I, don't, I don't have them in front of me because I forgot to put them in my notes and I don't have Instagram open. So we're just going to do those next episode. <laughs> uh, but thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Sorry if this episode was kind of short and nowhere near as funny as most of the others. Um, but I hope you guys have a great Maven and stay spooky and keep your tits up.